Welcome back, everybody. It is the Chandra Show. So it's your girl, Kayla. I'm Jessica. It's Alicia. Brittany. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about the five apology languages. So for those who don't know, I'm going to go through each one. So the first one is expressing regret. Number two is accepting responsibility. Number three is genuinely repent. Number four is make restitution. And then five is request forgiveness. Um, so each of us are good, kind of just going to go through and just talk about which apology language, love language that we feel like best represents how we apologize to people as well as would like to receive an apology from others. Um, so I guess I'll go first. <laughs> um, so looking at the list, I definitely will choose um, two. So accepting responsibility. I want... When I apologize, I like to, one, take responsibility. And then when somebody's apologized to me, I want them to take on responsibility um, for their actions. What about you, ladies? What you thinking? I agree. I feel like I want someone to accept responsibility because you can tell me that you apologize, or that you're sorry, or you can even say how you're going to fix it. But if you do not, because to me, if you say I, I'm sorry, sometimes that could be really flat. So it's like, if you don't accept your responsibility or your role and why something went wrong or why we disagreed, I'm like, that's not enough. Like, okay, you're just saying sorry because I want to hear it. So I need you to take ownership so that I know why you're saying you're sorry and it won't happen again. Um, but as far as like how other people, I feel like that depends on whether it's a friendship or relationship, how that person wants to receive it. So... That's just something. I think this article that you sent us about apology languages is interesting because I never really thought about somebody wanting it in a different way. So that was interesting to me. So another thing I want to add on to before Alicia and Brittany go, when somebody is apologizing to me, I also want genuine, genuinely repent. So just meaning um, I just want to hear them express like how they're going to change or just like, you know, say realistic goals of what those changes will look like. So not only do I want you to take responsibility, I want you to tell me how things are going to look moving forward. Mm -hmm. Ladies? I never even knew that this was a thing. I didn't either until she was start talking about it. And I was like, oh my God, there's more than one way to apologize. Yes. I was on Twitter one night and I saw it. And then like that night, I like fell into like a rabbit hole, like reading so many articles about it. I'm like, damn, I never even knew this shit existed. But I really enjoy reading it though, because it definitely is a thing. Like certain people expect people to apologize a certain way and I feel like how people apologize really is meaningful too so it's just also just taking into consideration knowing your partner or like or knowing your friend and knowing which apology you feel like will be the best beneficial you know moving forward I enjoyed it yeah I'm, uh to me I mean I'm definitely learning something like I knew about the five love languages but I didn't know there were these apologizing languages. So apology languages, more Jesus. I know for me, the way I apologize is that I am quick to like accept responsibility. I am very much one that, you know, is able to stand in my crap and own it. So I try my best to be, you know, very 
in t- intentional about making sure that you understand that I understand what I've done and that like I'm owning up to it. Um, expressing regret, you feel that they are expressing the guilt and shame they feel genuinely repent. Uh, you need to hear the person express they want to change. Um, I think for me, like, I do want you to forgive me, um, requesting forgiveness. Like, I feel like that's kind of like a given. I feel like you're going to do that. Like you want that regardless. Um, I don't think I've ever been in the situation where I've not been forgiven or didn't ask for forgiveness, I guess. Um, I think for me, I would like for somebody to accept responsibility and, you know, just genuinely be sorry. I feel like one and three are kind of one and the same. Um, so, I mean, I want you, don't just apologize to me to talk my head off, like genuinely mean it. Um, I think as far as how I apologize would be expressing regret. So like, I don't want, I don't want you to feel like, like, I don't want whatever happened to change the way you view me as a friend or whatever the case is. Right. And I want you to know that like, because of whatever it was like the action, like I feel really bad for it. As far as how I would like people to apologize to me. Um, well, as far as how I apologize, I don't want whatever to happen and change how you feel about my character. Um, and then as far as when people apologize to me, I like um, make restitution. I need reassurance that that action is reflective of how you feel about whatever you got going on. And it has, because a lot of times when people do things, I don't think they do things because they're intentionally trying to hurt you. Well, no, I do feel like people do that. But <laughs> when people do things, I think sometimes it's bigger than the person that they're doing it to. Like there are underlying things that have nothing to do with me. And I just happen to be the person in the crossfire. So I need reassurance that you didn't do this out of spite for me. And I need that assurance that like, okay, this happened, but it doesn't, it's not reflective of how I feel about you completely. It just happened and you know, shit happens. And I also feel like when I was listening to you guys respond, I feel like there are levels of apologies, like what you're apologizing for. So like, if you lied to me, to me, that's huge because I hate liars. So how I receive an apology from you is going to be indicative because of that. But if you, let's say we had a miscommunication because you told me you were going to be on time and you weren't, like that might be a smaller offense to me. So I just need you to say, I'm sorry and cool, whatever. Next time, let's just respect each other's time. I feel that. So like, depending on what the offense was, will determine the type of apology. Yeah. Mm. And maybe that's complex or too complex, but I don't think sometimes, and I hate saying this, but maybe it's not that deep to me, but unless you know the person, like Kayla was saying, you have to know your partner, know your friend, but it's like, okay, you getting so mad because I didn't say I'm sorry, but it's something I do all the time. Well, that might be a deeper issue because you didn't tell me that that was something you didn't like, you know? Yeah. So. I do feel like the apology language relates to like your love language. So like, okay, like, so what, 
what is your love language? And do you think that your love language is reflective of how you like to be apologized to? Do you think the two, like, oh, this, my love language is da-da-da, so i like for you to apologize to me this way because it, it makes, in the midst of whatever you did, you apologizing this way still makes me feel loved. So I'm so complex because like I just said, it's like, it depends on the person. It depends on the situation. Well, my love languages were almost even across the board. So it's like, you know what? That's kind of ghetto to only just want one love language. Like I want all of them. You're ghetto. <laughs> so for, so reading this and um, make restitution, like reading it was like spot on because my love language is words of affirmation. So I need reassurance and affirmation all the time anyway. So this is like they directly correlate. And then I think my second one was like, um, what is this? Words of affirmation, acts of service, quality time. Gifts. And what's the other one? Gifts. It's five. Oh, I didn't hear the fourth one you said. So words of affirmation, acts of service, gift giving, quality time, and what's the other one? Mine is definitely words of affirmation, and I can't think of what the other one is. Physical touch. Wait, no. Isn't physical touch and quality time the same thing? No, no. it's two different things. So I think mine is words of affirmation and acts of service. Either way. Make restitution and words of affirmation, in my opinion, go hand to hand. So I'm actually not surprised that make restitution is the way I need you to apologize to me. Yeah, I was going to say, to answer your question, like, I guess quality time would be mine because even though you're being accountable, like in order to be accountable, like Alicia said, you have to like follow through with that. So through your actions. So... And by spending time with me, that's how I see over time. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Alicia, what's yours? Forgiveness track is... My love languages, I have no clue. Like, my love languages, I don't know. I haven't taken the test in so long. And I dated this guy in the beginning of the year, and he was, like, very knowledgeable of his. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take this. But then we didn't last long enough for me to care enough to take the test, so I just did noticed that mine changed and I heard that it's supposed to change over time well yeah because I've taken it before but my I know for a fact that you know it has changed yeah like mine used to be gifts and now mine is quality time like ever you said what Mine has never been gifts like anytime I've ever taken it gift giving is always dead last Physical touch has always been dead last to me. Physical touch is right above it. Quality time and physical touch might be the same percentage. That's probably like one of my first. Really? I can see that. <laughs> yeah, I like to be touched. Mm-hmm. Kayla, do you know your love languages? Where's the affirmation and quality time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we where's the affirmation, quality time, physical touch. Then gifts, and then whatever the last one is. Have you ever been faced with a love language that you just couldn't get with? Like, like it was somebody else's? So, in my last relationship, theirs was words of affirmation. And 
because I was such a perform, not performative in a bad way, but like I would do things like give them gifts or like, oh, I was just thinking about you. So I got you this or, oh, I'm here for you. So it's cool. Like it was hard for me to communicate with my words and like compliment them as easy as that seems. But I, I didn't realize I did it until we were talking and I was like, oh, what's, what's something that I don't really do that you want? And they're like, oh, you don't really like give me compliments. Uh, you don't give me compliments. And I'm like, really? Which was crazy because they gave me compliments all the time. And I felt like I did, but I guess it wasn't a lot apparently. So that was one thing. It's not that I couldn't get with it. It was like, it was just an intentional effort to use my words for not everyday things, but things that I assumed were known, but needed to be heard. That was difficult. I'm like, oh, dang, I got to, like, tell you. Okay. It's a hard one for me to, like, get with or adjust to. It was always physical touch. You just want to touch unnecessarily. (laughs) (laughs) I see, and I love that. I love to, like... Make it sound perverted. (laughs) When you, like, passively touch me, passively touch my butt, like, I love stuff like that. See, I don't mind it for me, but for me to do it, like, it's just, like... You want me to, like, hold your hand? Like, reach for your hand? <laughs> like, right. It goes from one extreme to the next. Like, the little passive touch, I don't think about that. It's either, like, not at all or, like, a lot. And it's just, like, I don't... What's the happy medium? Like, you putting your face on my face or something? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> that was one I just could never, like... I seen someone put their foot on someone's face. And I was like, what is this? Because guys are weird. See, I like stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have a, I will put my feet on you. Ew, no. I dig my feet like underneath, like if you're sitting, I want my feet underneath you. Oh, I've done that. I like that. I want you like touching my feet. I want my feet just on you. You don't have to touch my feet, but I want my feet to touch you. Yeah. Like, Yeah. Have you guys, like, ever been cuddling with a guy and then bit his arm? And what? Like, just bit his arm. No. And then, like, just started kissing her or something? I seen this shit on Twitter. That shit was so funny. I can see Alicia doing that shit. I can see me doing some shit like that, too. Like, it was like, the, 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 it was like an illustration. Like, they were cuddling, and then the girlfriend, like, like just bit the arm. Like, just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody had sent it to me and was like, do girls really do this? Like, what does this even mean? I've dated guys that do that. Not, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I've dated guys who, like, not bite my arm. This one guy would, like, bite my stomach. And I'm like, what are you doing? You don't have much of a stomach to bite. So. Exactly. And also, too, it's making me feel uncomfortable. Like, why are you biting my stomach? <laughs> don't mind biting. I'm just not going to bite you. Well, no, I'm not. No. I never bit a guy, but I've like kissed him, like just like, oh, well, yeah. No, like, but I'm not biting you. What am I biting you for? I don't think it's like a hard bite. I think it's like a nibble, but still. Video, she was like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like shit like that. Like, <laughs> are you a vampire? What the fuck? <laughs> Might be your territory or something. Like, it's a little okay. You bite me, and then now what? <laughs> Like, now what are we about to do? We play fighting and then we have a sex? Like, I don't, I don't understand. I can't do that. 
Not even a little bit. Now, I've been around a dude and, like, I'll touch his butt. No. Oh, if you are a nigga that don't like your butt to be touched, just don't even come get me. No, I know dudes don't like that, but I still do it. I'm like, I'll let you correct. I'm going to do it. So to do it. It's just like the fast reflex for me when you touching a nigga's butt cheek is just too much. And I'm just like, yeah, I'll just leave it alone. I just like squeezing it like, oh, look at that. Or I'll poke it. <laughs> I need to touch it. <laughs> I like to do like, um, because I like to hug. So like, you ever hug somebody and their arm's still down? Like they didn't expect to hug, you, like to hug. <laughs> yeah. I like doing it, but the only thing I'm kind of, you know, that's when I realized I'm kind of small. It's like, damn, this is like a you be dangling off their neck. <laughs> it's like, whoa, you're kind of big there. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I haven't had and this is my not to be team. I haven't had physical touch in so long. I don't. <laughs> I was sitting with um the nigga who ghosted me. We were sitting on a couch. <laughs> the way she prefaced that. <laughs> we were sitting on a couch. And he was like, what the fuck is a WAP? <laughs> when I was like, I was so excited. So I was like, wow, let me play the video. So the song starts playing. He's like, I like it so far. And then the lyrics are he's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the shit that y'all listen to now. Like, I like that word though, WAP. <laughs> it's an acronym. Like, and it didn't help that the video was censored when it first came out. Yes. She said that though. She said, I think she said something like it had to be like that. No, I know that, but because of that, people didn't get the the oh. the name of the song. They stupid. Yeah, because what and gushy? I mean, that's a good version for the radio, to be honest. Yeah, no, very true. Like I hated it. I have a tendency though of like as far as like love languages and like apology languages. I have a tendency of dating the op- the complete opposite of mine. See, and that's what I want to experience because I think I date people who are like me. And then it's just like, we're too, not like me, but as far as the love language or whatever. Like, I remember my last relationship. I, <laughs> when we first started talking, I was be, I remember I, uh, he came over and we were just hanging out. And I wanted him to, like, grab my hand or, you know, you sit on the same couch and your legs, like, near them, you want them to, like, touch your leg or something like that. I was just, I did not reach over and they didn't reach over to me. And I'm like, damn, I just put them, like, grab my hand or grab my thigh or something. Like, and then after a while, I was just like, bro, so you just not going to touch me? Like, you just going to be here? Right. And then it sounds stupid because it's, like, translated, oh, so you just going to respect me? Like, you're not going to try nothing? Like... And that was another thing that happened. I like there was a party at their house and I stayed the night, but I, he slept on the couch. And I was like, that happened when I was in undergrad. I dated this guy and he was the most, he to this day, most respectful man I've ever dated. 
And for like, I met him during a time that he was fasting from sex. And at first I'm like, oh my God, he's fasting from sex. And it was like, oh my God, how much sex do you have that you have to fast from it? <laughs> like how much fucking do you do? And then like, we had that conversation. He was like, you know, a lot. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but like, I didn't like, it didn't bother me, obviously. And I would, we would hang out and like he would leave my house at a respectful time or like if I would go to his house and I like if it got too late and I didn't just initiate leaving like he would be like well it's too late for you to leave like you could just sleep in the bed and I'll sleep on the couch and for the first like month and a half I'm like this is really like you know I ain't never been with the shits this early but I mean Seriously, you're just so respectful that I might as well. <laughs> and it's like him and like a few other guys that I've dated were like, as far as their love language was so different from mine. Like they were physical touch and gift giving and well, no, that's how they showed it. Or like they were super like in tune with their emotions, except one guy, I dated one guy who wasn't at all. And that was like, I you know, I stayed in that a long time and I just, you know, I just... It's not... A, no, I don't like that. I need you to be in your fields. Like, I need you to be a Drake-ass nigga. Like, I have realized that. <laughs> I, need you to, I need you in them fields. I don't know if I need that. That's why I want to experience it. I don't know if I need that because... Uh, I don't know. I just want to... I want, like, I joke and say, I want an artsy nigga. Like, I want somebody who's sensitive as hell and just... I want you sensitive as hell. I just need you to know how you feel. Well, when I say sensitive as hell, I mean, like, somebody in tune with their feelings and can express themselves. Mm-hmm, girl, me too. Yeah. But then I heard they're not good either. But I'm like, oh, I mean, across the board. So who cares what type they are? You know, like, I dated a hard body ass nigga as far as, like, feelings. And then it's like, I don't really express my feelings either. And it's just like, you're in love and can't say nothing. It's stupid shit out of my face. Like, it is the dumbest thing ever. And at this point, I'm too grown to be drawing shit out of you. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you want to add to that? (laughs) I don't even want to get into that. I said that the other day. I'm tired of pulling shit out of these niggas i'm sick of it out of all the guys i've dated it's only only had two guys who were like in tune with their feelings and like express themselves but <laughs> on one hand it's like yeah i want it but on the other hand it was like bro like can you toughen up a little bit like relax <laughs> like i had one guy on my porch crying on his knees like begging i mean like crying and i'm looking at him like <laughs> so nonchalant like bro get your shit together stand up like what are you doing <laughs> i had a nigga cry when i broke up with him he got on his knees and held my uh, yeah and held my knees come on usher you chilly and the thing was i was shocked because i was like we building up to this so me breaking up with you is not new i'll never forget that and you're all of a sudden no, expressing all these situations. Toxic, like, toxic. It's too late. I'm getting drunk. I'm drunk. <laughs> Couldn't even get it out. <laughs> Very toxic. Um, and then it's like these niggas I'm getting now, it's just like they don't show no emotion. And that shit is draining. Because mm-hmm. at this point, do you like me? They think that's right. cute. I'm tired of having to reach on mine. 
They think that's cute and it's not. You know they say like you've met your soulmate or who you're supposed to be in love with before. What is it, 21 or 25 or something? Do y'all believe that? Yeah. Do y'all believe that? If y'all have already met them? If that's not saying like it had to be somebody that you've already dated or talked to, but like in general. No, I don't believe it. Think about all the men that I've met and I don't I don't <laughs> Really you never thought it could have been like a customer. <laughs> Well, I'm for real. Like, maybe you may not have, like, you know, worked with them directly, but they could have, like, saw you already. You could have, like, oh, you know, said something like, oh, move to the side or something. Like, nothing. You know what I'm saying? Not, like, an actual conversation. That could be a guy. Fun as shit. And I haven't had a fun as shit-ass customer ever, so. (laughs) It hasn't happened. Like, and if it has, it's like... Was I really that fucked up that you couldn't find me and come get me? Like, I don't understand. Or maybe it was wrong timing. Yeah. Exactly. Because, you know, we both had to get our shit together. But damn. Did we have that much shit we had to get together? What you mean? There's a lot. (laughs) We had to work on ourselves this long. We were really fucked up. It took forever. Thank God he waited. (laughs) Right. It's like... Damn. Where have you been? I don't know. I just, like I said, I don't want no old nothing. Give me the newness. I agree. Never double back at this point. And the thing is, like, how much can you really change? No. Like, a spade is a spade. Sometimes I'll be wondering if I've ever been toxic to these guys before. I know for a fact that I have. <laughs> I know it completely. I said it once. Like we, I'm not good for you. <laughs> no, I know I'm not. I know I don't want anything out of this, and you have feelings that I can't reciprocate. I don't think I've said it like that, but I, I remember it was in high school a lot. Like a lot of dudes would tell me they love me, and I'm like, no, you don't. You love the idea of me. Like you don't even know me. And I wasn't telling niggas they love the idea of me. I was just like, oh my God, for real. I'm like, because like, I couldn't be rude, but I was just like, what do you mean? Like, you don't even know me. And I don't even know myself. So what are you talking about? <laughs> I used to ask stupid questions. Oh, I love you. What you love? Oh, I used to ask that all the time. Well, so what like you love me? <laughs> what you love about me? <laughs> Every girl did. Why do you want to be here? Oh, man, what's nice to do that all the time? Who? Me and my ex. D. Mm. Greensboro. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. Like, how much you love me? Bruh, shut up. Oh, get out of my face. No. I don't even know what to call that nigga, but he's like that same shit. And I'd be like, bro, we have to go through this all the time. <laughs> yes, it will be every time. <laughs> Like, I don't have nothing exciting to tell you right now. It's the same shit from last, the other day. <laughs> or you used to be like, what do you think of me? <laughs> <laughs> I have sex with you on the regular. You should know that I have genuine thoughts <laughs> of you. <laughs> like, what? 
Awesome. And then like, okay, so now what do you think of me, like, with us, but, like, individually, like, what? <laughs> I she think wanted- Move now. Shut up. You wanted a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another thing. I'm not... I feel like dudes look at women like they look at their mothers. It's like, I'm not here to be that. Okay? I'm not here to be your everything. I'm here to be your... <laughs> I'm not here to be your, I'm not here to be your therapist. I'm not here. And there's levels. Obviously you can be vulnerable with somebody and open up to them, but some, some things you need to work on on your own. I don't have the answers for you. Okay. So once you said that, it made me think about a time me and um, Greensboro, we had a conversation. It was at his apartment and he was like, "Um, do you need me? I said, no. And that shouldn't bother you. I, I don't, I don't, I don't need you. You're a boss. <laughs> I said, I, I like to be, you know, I like what we got going on, but I don't, I don't need you. Girl, he was so pissed. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I mean, you do what you genuinely like, don't fuck with him, but yeah, no. And then he was like, I was like, do you need me? He was like, yeah. He was like, you're like my rib. I mean, clearly you see where we're at now. Nigga, you was fucking lying. But it's just like, no, no guy has ever asked me that. Brittany, you're muted. You're muted. Nobody has ever asked me that. I, we can't hear you. <laughs> no other guy has asked me, like, do you need me? So instantly I was just like, do I need you? No. The fuck? No, I don't need you. Do I want you? Yeah, sure. But do I need you? Sure. No. Great <laughs> was so pissed. He'll be all right. <laughs> that whole situation happened too fucking fast for one. I think, but this it's okay. only been a couple months in talking about I need you, bro. No. Do you think that? I'm curious to see what Alicia says because, as even as a married couple, do you think somebody should need someone? I think married people need each other. Yeah, why did you get married if you didn't need them? I'm just asking. Oh, I know for a fact that my father cannot function without my mom. I, I I saw it. My mom goes out of town and he don't even sleep in their bed, like, at all. Now, my mom, she might not need him the same way. But I think, and then my parents have been together by this time half of their lives. At this point. So at what point? Is it before marriage and that's why you get married is because you need them? Yes. Yeah. It wouldn't make sense to like get married if you didn't need them. In my opinion, like that was the defining marker that let me know that I need to be. It's almost like that Jay-Z verse where he talked about um, when Beyonce had him jump off the boat for the first time. And then he goes in to say, she left and I tried to act all hard knowing that I, whatever his line was, but it was something like I couldn't breathe without her or I needed her or something, something like that. Like he tried to act all hard knowing that, you know, he, he knew then that like, no, nah, like I need you to come back. Can you come back from Europe, please? Like ASAP. Sounds real familiar. Hmm. <laughs> what? Never mind. <laughs> I need context. I'll drink to that. <laughs> that must be an insider because I don't know that one. 
I just came from Europe. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Like, oh, oh. I thought you were talking about something else. Taylor off drinking the one. <laughs> what the hell are you drinking to? Taylor's drinking communion. I told you. <laughs> what the hell did you think I was talking about? You know your ex move. Yeah, I was in Europe. And he needed you to come back. And you came back and didn't go to New York. <laughs> I wonder if, like, y'all old niggas listen to this podcast. You said what? For sure that two of them do. I said, I wonder if y'all old niggas listen to this podcast. I know none of mine don't. However, one of them... I am very, because I'm so, like, transparent about, like, my life in general, like, I've talked about our relationship on Instagram, and it don't, like, I mean, it ain't nothing for anybody to get upset about. I mean, we lived our truth, and this is what it is now. The only reason why somebody would get upset now is because they can't have me, and that's unfortunate, but that's not my fault, so... Correct. It just means that I was not God's wife for you the way we thought I was. Because, you know, when you're good in a relationship, oh, the wedding plans are at the top. And see, you know, let's talk about that. Because I was not even thinking about marriage until someone convinced me. And I said, wow, you know, I could see my life with you. I could, you know what, kids, I don't want them. But you know what, I might make a baby with you. And this is how you want to act. Next. I'm really curious. I feel like people know when, well, if they're in love, I feel like people know when that particular sex made a baby. It's like, yeah, I'm, yeah. It's like this one is definitely, you know, it's gotta be like cosmic. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I could believe that. I could believe it because they always say, oh, yeah, I remember that night. <laughs> I, I, feel like you know, like, I feel like that feeling is different too. Like, it's just like a, it seems like such a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till y'all start getting married. You keep saying I, it. I think my problem is anytime I really like a nigga, I'm already thinking about the wedding. That's crazy. You you you're right, Alicia. I have to do better. You gotta slow it down. I know. I blame it on conditioning. Explain. You know, like conditioning, like uh, the way society conditions women to want marriage and kids at a very young age. Like they give us cabbage patch dolls when we don't even have a period. I think for me. I um I don't know, I just feel like that's just something that I just definitely want. And I when I because I I've never ha- like seen it. Well, I've seen it, but not like firsthand. An immediate family. So like my cousin that live in Delaware, him and him and his wife, they've been together for a long time, but like like my mom, grandma, like I haven't seen it. So, or I got to experience it. So I think that's why I want it so bad. But I always pray to God, like, I know I'm asking for a marriage, but I want, because God can give, put me in a marriage and that shit can be terrible. 
I want to be in one where it's like we are, it's loving. Of course, we'll have our ups and downs, but I want it to be like one and done. Like, even if, it this might sound bad, but even if it take me to like 35, 40, as long as that shit is genuine, let's do it. I don't want God just to give me a marriage and then I'm crying every other day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm divorced within six months or like within a year. I don't, yeah, no, no. But I think for me, that's why I don't know. And I'm, I'm an overthinker, though, definitely. And that's just come with everything. And I just, that's something that I know I have to work on. Um, but I know when it comes to marriage, I definitely want it because I've never seen it. It's not in my family. So I think I, coming from a single household and having the same thing, like it was almost the opposite. Like because it wasn't right in front of my face, it's not that I didn't want it, it just wasn't an option in my mind. Like, until my exes were like, or my boyfriends at the time were like, oh, so what do you think about marriage? It's like, oh, well, I never really thought about it. They're like, you don't have your wedding planned out? I'm like, no. I didn't even think that was an option. Not Again, not because I didn't think it's, I've never seen it. It's just, I, it wasn't right in front of me firsthand. So I'm just like, oh, well, I can see myself being with someone, but marriage? Oh, I never gave it that much thought. So now that I'm older, I'm like, okay, yes, I want a legacy. I want to build a family. Okay. Something to think about. But I, do I have my wedding planned out? No. Yeah, and I just thank God every day that I don't have no kids right now. Because I've definitely had times where I was just not the most responsible. And it could have easily happened. Mm-hmm. And I've seen single parents. That's what I grew up on. Watching a whole bunch of females, my family members, struggling and trying to be city girls. My grandma was a straight city girl, firsthand down. Like, she'll tell you right now, she didn't have sex with married men to get the rent paid, get my mama clothes growing up, like, city girl down, okay? Like, I've seen it, and I do not want to go through that. I I don't. (laughs) So that's why I really just want to wait until I'm married, then have kids. Now, if it happened, then okay, cool. But hopefully, I'm with somebody who wants to be there, and I'm not a single parent. But yeah, no. Mm-mm. I'm good on it. I feel you, sis. Good on that. And thank God I got kids on this pandemic, Jesus. No COVID babies. Pandemic ain't over yet. Well, I ain't fucking. I ain't got to buy two fucks, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm done now, so shit. <laughs> Got ghosted. I don't know. I don't want to be married. Like, I mean, clearly, right? Well, I say it all the time. But deeper than that, right? Like, I enjoy having that person that is ultimately, like, just my best friend. Like, we could be sitting up, pillow talking. Like, I could be on this podcast, on this Zoom with y'all right now. And my thing could be right on the other side of this being just rubbing my little booty, encouraging me to stay away while we sitting up here recording. Like, no, nah, it's okay. Instead, I got Corey, I mean, Carrie, Lord, Corey, Carrie popping her head in here every two doggone seconds, checking on me. You okay? Yeah, I'm okay. You okay? Yeah, okay. Go to bed. Like, it's 1230. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Why are you up? So, you know, it's like, I, I want that. Like, I want that person. Like, I want my person. Yeah. Like, especially because, you know, and this is never any shade to my mom. And, you know, we talk about this openly, but like, 
you know, my mom was married twice. My dad, my sister. Yeah, she was married twice. You know, and my mom has, you know, wanted us to be able to see these healthy marriages and these healthy relationships. And I did see that in my family. You know, I I saw love that was trauma first, then, you know, bliss. I saw trauma, then bliss. You know, I want to experience bliss, bliss, bliss. If some trauma got to happen in between, but it's still blissful. You know, I, I want that to be my story. I want that to be the curse that, like, I break in my family. Mm-hmm. Because my entire family, from my great-grandparents, is blended. Everybody's blended. Ain't nobody with the original. Not now. And it's just like, all right, what 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 happened down the line? Like, can we get some originals up in here? So I want to be the original. Like, I want to break that family curse, which is why, like, even though I'm, you know, I be talking about, and y'all, you know, listeners, y'all hear all the time, like, dang, Alicia, you know, she pressed to get a husband. I'm not that pressed. Like, I'm not going to just marry any, you know, smojo like nigga, like no, I'm not doing that. Like I, I know who I am. I know my worth. You know, do I mess up a little bit and settle a little bit? Of course, I'm a, you know, I'm human. Of course, but, you know. You said what? Of course, <laughs> of course. Like, but you know, my friends, we are holding each other accountable. Like. <laughs> I mean, period. So ain't going to be no more settling or feeling feeling a little tipsy and you slide somewhere at night. I agree. Like being connected to like your best friend, life partner, like your your forever go-to, that shit just seems so amazing. Yes. Like we do everything. Well, not everything together, but like, I see you first in the morning and I see you last, like at night. And like my mom, my mom says that she was like, it doesn't, nah, it doesn't matter. But she was like, um, or I've even heard, I've heard this plenty of times. Um, it's not about who you end the night with. It's about who you start your day with. Hmm. And it's like, cause you know, you can end the night with. Yeah. But it's that morning. It's just like, are you going to- well, it's true. You know, like when you let somebody stay over, that's like, you know, that's like a big thing. Has anybody ever seen Nobody's Fool with Tika Sumter? Mm-hmm. Y'all, hilarious. No. Well, anyways, huh? That was the white man? No. Uh-uh. Huh? Is Nobody's Fool the one with Tiffany Haddish? The one with Tiffany Haddish. Oh, so, yeah. basically... Um, she was in there with Omari Hartwick and they, you know, spoiler alert, they did it. And she was like, can you go home now? And he, I want to do that so bad. Oh. Uh, you want to do that? I want to be able to kick somebody out of my apartment. What? Just because I can. Y'all don't want to do that? No. That? No. You done it? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, like, like, I'm gonna and be like, all right, 
I'll be like, so what you about to do? <laughs> yes, I want to do that. Yeah. You, we, like, okay, it's getting late. This is for a good time, not a long time. You um, you about to head home? <laughs> now you got what you wanted? Oh, I do. Mm. I leave. I don't even. I don't even be saying all that. Like, not poor place. Oh, I I start getting up. I make you feel like oh no, it's, it's oh you what you said you had to do what tonight? Oh okay, well call me in the morning. I ain't never done that either. Yeah, like oh you were saying that, but see I lead I lead like those conversations beforehand. Yeah, like I plan it in my head. Like oh what, what do you have to do later? Like yeah, before you disrobe, let's go over the agenda. So you can have plans later. Oh, all right. Just making sure that you got plans later. And then you begin to learn the niggas that love to just stick around. Like, oh, no, we're going to go to your house because I'm leaving. Correct. I'm going to just, you know, save your feelings. Save myself this good deed. Clearly, it must be good if I'm coming over. And doing all this to leave, like, you know, it must be good. See, that's why I say I ain't living yet. I haven't lived yet. Oh, child, you gotta live. I haven't done that either. Kayla has lived. <laughs> I, like, I haven't, like, I'll leave in the morning on my own terms. Like, I, it was one guy I had sex with, and I was like, all right, he's still sleeping. Go ahead and just get my shit and uh, be out. Nothing like leaving right after. But, like, I've never left, like, right after. Like, okay, well, all right, got mine. Right Go ahead. After, slide my pants up, slide my pants up, got to go. Okay. So that's something to do. Early in the morning. But that's because the whole shit was not right. <laughs> it was 6.30 in the morning. All right, well, I'm going to, like, that has been me. We had to go. And you leaving, I don't. And I've had this thing when I was younger, like I could not stay overnight. Like I would have to leave like early like that because I'm, I can't fall asleep in your bed. What? Morning, I'm going to sleep and y'all already know I sleep hard. I am going to sleep. I don't care how many booty rubs you think you about to do. I promise I'm not going to feel it. I'm going to bed. (laughs) I'm not, I'm. And that next morning, it was like the sun barely came up. And I had to go. Like, I was like, this was the... What did Megan say? It never happened if the dick wasn't snuffing. <laughs> I don't know. Now, I can't really... I wouldn't be able to maneuver like that because I'd be tired. Like, <laughs> afterwards, I'd be worn out. <laughs> And I just be like, you know, you need to school though because I'm tired. Like, if you don't want me here, oh well. You shouldn't have invited me because I gotta go to bed. I'll leave in the morning. First thing, you ain't even gotta worry about it. Like now, like I just couldn't I just can't be in these predicaments because I'd be tired. Like you need to school over. Period. Like I just so you know, I just keep my little vagina to myself. Because I ain't got time. I'm tired. And if you even think that you're about to utter the words out your mouth, oh, what you got to do later? 
you can go sleep on your couch. You can go wherever the fuck you want. Because I'm sleeping in this bed until I get ready to get up. Until I am good and ready to go. And we won't have to worry about this next time. Because it won't. Yeah, nowadays it's about the respect. So I'm not even tiptoeing out no more. Like, that was young. I was young. I'm not doing that no more. Stay right here. <laughs> it's like I, I worked all day, came home and gave you some of this good tail. I'm, I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's the tail for me. <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> I'm not. That was just that one time. Like, I had to get out of there. Like, I legit had to, like, before shit really got started, I'm like, I'm not. Even about to play with this. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even gonna touch that. To be honest, that has not happened to me since I was a freshman. This was the one and only time that this has ever happened to me. And I was hoodwinked because, so I can tell this story. Oh, this nigga, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the first time. It's the high pitchness for me. <laughs> The first time he was on a perk. And if you don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you don't know, perk, perk dick takes it there. Like, it's like a whole nother dick. Like, it's not even the one that's attached to their body. Like, it's like, do you have on a strap? Like, it's like, <laughs> what is, it, it's like, I don't know what Viagra does, but I know what a perk does. And it's like you grow, and I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I think that weekend we had sex maybe like three or four times. Mind you, this isn't a matter of like maybe. Well, no, this is a this is a good amount of time. Like four times, it might have been like two, three days. The very first time, like I had, you know, I had to come to my amigos because they said, you know, Brittany, you can't really judge it off of the first time, the first initial time. Because there was another time that the first initial time was enough to get a nigga cut off. And then we doubled back and I was like, whoa, wait a minute, this is this, this is it. That was a bad one though. Anywho, so I'm like, all right, first time wasn't trash. Like it was just like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? You don't really know my body. I don't know yours. The second time, third, if I'm like, all right, this is on a perk though, but I didn't know he was on a perk until like we are going to pregame and apparently like, so it broke the perk in half. First perk was early in the day or earlier when we're like getting ready and stuff. Cool. And I think we had had sex before we had like gone out. And then the second perk I think was like while we're out, like commercial break. How do we go from apology languages to... I was just thinking this, but you know, it, it turned into a physical touch to expectations to... I'm natural. literally sitting over here like, what the fuck is the topic? Like, I'm like sitting over here, how are we going to wrap this up? <laughs> Crazy thing is, I did put story time, so I end up telling story time. Okay, commercial. I do have a question before we wrap it up. No, she's not done yet. No, I'm saying like in general... Oh, so boom, second half of the perk. But I'm not really paying attention to this because I don't do drugs. So I, to me, you could be taking an Advil. <laughs> what? Then I realized everybody in the squad is on perks. Oh. I'm like, y'all do this. 
Oh, I didn't know that. All the niggas gonna hurt. So, okay, cool. So then the next time he said, mind you, I don't even know how the nigga got, because I think it was something like, somebody was like, oh, Brittany, you said you love him. I was like, I never said that. Like, what are y'all talking about? Like, it's in the group chat. I was like, facts. You really think? Like, no. I don't even know how that happened, but whatever. So then I'm like, okay, cool. And by the end of the weekend, I was like, all right, you know what? I could really rock with him. <laughs> we had a great time. So much fun. I'm all about the fun. If we can have a fun in a relationship, you got me. And if you can dress and you smell good, we are good to go. Oh, if you smell good. Smell good, you can dress and we can kiki. All of the above. I can work with this. Okay. So this leads to the next event months later. And I don't know what happened, but it wasn't the same day. And I was just like... And then there was a conversation about not do- taking or doing or taking perks anymore. I'm like, so is it perks? So I that like I equated the two. And you know, by the time I had gotten over there, it was like let's say two in the morning. I was out that bitch by six fifteen. Not playing with this unperked dick. I'm not doing it. And I'm not going to tell you to eat a perk to encourage your drug habits. <laughs> I'm going to just take me and this whap and I'm going away because <laughs> and you got one time to try and hit from the back and the shit fall out. I'm done. I'm good. What? Finito. <laughs> I had to go get myself an Issa Rae talking to in the mirror. <laughs> Like, bitch, this is what you settling for? I haven't had, not granted, I haven't had, but <laughs> I haven't had bad. Um, that was the only one. I haven't had bad in some years, like 10. I'll be forgetting how drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, I haven't had bad in a long time. Like, because bad is just something like, let me think of my adult age. Yeah, I haven't had bad since 2017. That was the only one. Like, that was my one. I was too aggressive. Like, you need to calm down. Going too much. Do y'all believe in soul toss? Yes. Mm-hmm. Therapist Alicia, how do we get rid of those? To be completely honest, um, I started reading this book once on soul ties. It was like a soul ties workbook. And they basically tell you in the workbook that soul ties are, it is not really talked, soul ties are not a thing that's talked about in the Bible, actually. Um, it's, Soul ties comes from lack of forgiveness. So when you have, when you completely become at peace with the thing, you're completely broken off from that person. But you have to, but, you know, becoming at peace with something means that you're completely detaching yourself from them. Like nothing that they do can affect you. Mm. That's deep. Mm. If I was to be like completely honest, 
<clears throat> I probably had soul ties with three people. Still, I, I do be dealing with them, but I I don't know. I don't know what the heck be going on. I think mine is just one. When it comes to C, I'm completely done with that shit. Feel no type of emotion, no nothing. Mm. When it comes to K, I don't think y'all know K. Trap. I don't care. He ain't gonna listen to this shit. I don't feel not with that. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, he ain't gonna listen. And but when it comes to oh, I think that's what it is. And I gotta get the fuck ASAP. I think that's what it is. Closure. And that don't mean it gotta be with them, just with yourself about them. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> on that note. <laughs> Leave some reflection for your asses. <laughs> that uh, that ties back into what we were talking about. Forgiveness, apology language. It came back around. Look at that. Learn your apology languages and you can rid of your soul ties is the lesson for today. And realizing that if somebody doesn't have the same apology language as you, you may not ever get an apology from them. That's the real tea. But you gotta, you know, apologize. You gotta be okay with it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Because you are not gonna always get the answers on stuff. (laughs) All right, y'all. Well, we enjoyed y'all with episode two. Mind y'all, this is 12.45 at night. And, you know, we love y'all. We are dedicated to the cause. We want y'all to binge listen to the um, the Chandra show because, I mean, who else y'all got to listen to? No, y'all do have a lot of other great podcasts to listen to, but also add us to your repertoire. Is that, did I use that term correctly? Yep, I did. Okay. So we love y'all. Shout out to y'all. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe. Make sure you email us. We're definitely um, going to start pushing this Chandra mail because we want to hear from y'all, um, whether it's y'all telling us a story for story time or if y'all would like our takes on, on things. Y'all know we are a wide spectrum of advice. <laughs> so um, we, will tune, we will tune in next week. Good night. We love y'all. You're...